0: A base hit could win it and now Hervaez is going to walk a ball out to Elias who fell behind three and one on Brantley before giving up the base hit and now 2 and 0 on Gurriel. Gurriel swinging the bat well of late and ahead in the count he can be very selective here Five five bottom of the tenth nobody out Brantley the winning run at second the 2 0. <laughs> And this ball's hit out in the right center field. Smith on his horse racing over. And he can't get it. He can't get it. It hits off the wall. Bradley around third. He will score. Astros walk off winners for a second straight day. And for a second straight day, it's Gurriel. Six to five in the bottom of the tenth. That's
1: well, a Uly dog pile at the shortstop position. And remember, he kind of banged his knee earlier in the ballgame. He's limping around a little bit. And imagine hitting an opposite field double on one leg as Gurriel connects, and he's the hero once again. Second batter of the 10th inning, he delivers. I think he's actually
2: underrated. You know, I get asked a lot about Yuli's numbers and his power and, it, and his uh, overall production, and, you know, there's stretches where he gets some quick outs, makes quick outs, and then there's some... But when the... the, the there's at-bats where he's in complete control and he's going to hit it really hard, and and... When the game's on the line, you just have a good. he like got that hitterish vibe to him that he's going to get a you know a good pitch to hit and he's going to hit it hard. Now what's going to happen? Who knows? The the homer yesterday, the op, you know looking soft in the oppo double today to, to to walk us off is an example of him. Just he's very experienced. He's very very good at what he does. And 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 you know he was, he was operating basically on on one leg. His ankle's bugging him a little bit when he. Um, from from earlier in the game so it was it was incredible about
0: as we go down now to the to the Astros dugout we're joined by Jake Maresnik had the big hit the two run double in the Astros five run second inning that put the Astros ahead at the time and man this team just is finding ways to win yeah that was, that was a big one right there from uh Pena he's been he's been huge for us the last two nights and um, and these are good wins for us good wins to grind out after kind of a tough stretch for us so we're putting that behind us and finding a way to win ball games.
1: jake you think those emotional wins can carry you guys uh to the all-star break give you a little lift and, and some energy
0: yeah this is nice seeing um, seeing the boys get fired up we're, yeah we're, we're, yeah boys are grinding <laughs> we uh we've, we've been a little flat so to have some timely hits and get the boys going
2: it's been a lot of fun
0: well jake Congratulations on getting the victory on the RB, the two-run double as well. Thanks for joining us. Yep, thanks
2: for having
3: me. There comes a time in everyone's life.
2: When talk is cheap. And it's time to show up. To get back to the top. And build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city.
3: This is why we play.
2: This is who we do it for.
3: Take it
0: back. For tickets, go to Astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros wrap up a three-game series against the Seattle Mariners. This is the conclusion of a six-game homestand for the Astros. They've taken the first two from Seattle. Including a 6 to 5 win in 10 innings yesterday. Yuli Gurriel, the walk off RBI double in the bottom of the 10th. Jake Marisnick a two run double as well. As the Astros are now 52 and 32, first in the AOS, five and a half games ahead of the Rangers, and 16 and a half games ahead of the Mariners, last in the West, with a record of 37 and 50. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist leading medicine. Garrett Cole getting the ball for the Astros today coming off a start against his former organization for the first time, the Pirates giving up a run over six innings.
1: Yeah, that can be a distraction uh, from time to time when you go against a, a team that you you grew up with. He was a f- number one pick in, in all of baseball with the Pittsburgh Pirates, so there is a lot of expectations and going back uh, uh, to pitch against him. Got the win for the Astros in that game, and I just feel like it's time for Garrett Cole to get on a good roll, and he's had some hard luck as far as his decisions so far this year, but he's 7-5. and five. He still has a 3 Uh, A sub three and a half ERA, leading all of baseball in strikeouts. So we know the stuff is there. And I just feel like it's time now for Garrett Cole to uh, kind of put the, the foot on the accelerator and really give the Astros a big push in the second half.
0: Left-hander Marco Gonzalez on the mound for the Seattle Mariners second straight day. They're starting a lefty. And Gonzalez, it's been an up-and-down year for him, but he's been pitching well of late. He's won his last four starts. Yeah,
1: up and down's a good way to put it. He was 3-0 and to begin with, and then he was 0-5 in May, and now he's back on track uh, in the month of June, pitching very well again. Pitches much better on the road compared to at home, a 6 ERA at home compared to 2.85 on the road. Uh, keeps the ball in the ballpark, so the Astros have their work cut out for him. Uh, should be a low-scoring game with two good pitchers.
0: Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, the Astros did a a nice job picking up Justin Verlander today. A a rare off day for Verlander. Going five innings. Astros wound up playing ten innings for a second straight day. Could really use some length out of Garrett Cole this afternoon.
1: Yeah, and we've been saying that quite a bit in the last two weeks. Like, man, this starter really needs to give the bullpen a little bit of a rest. Uh, Keep in mind that the Astros have two off days in the next four days, including tomorrow. So uh, are you going to pitch Osuna and Presley three days in a row? could you do it with Harris? And Harris only threw a third of an inning last night. And my answer is probably yes. The players uh, are going to play catch before the game and let A.J. Hinch know if they're a go. But I would say, you know, you got a chance in a close game late in this game. You'll see all the best.
0: Coming up next, we'll be joined as we are every Sunday by Jeff Luno, Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager. But now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park to the new Love Street Bar behind home plate for a wide selection of
2: Carbock beers, including Love Street Blonde, Topadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbockbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing.
0: And welcome back. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined as we are every Sunday by Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager Jeff Luno before the Astros take on the Seattle Mariners looking for the sweep today. And uh, back-to-back walk-off wins in the 10th inning, Jeff. Yuli Gurriel, the home run two days ago, the walk-off RBI double yesterday. And, you know, when you think about all the the, the pieces of this Astros team the last few years, you know, the Gurriel signing probably uh, gets lost in a shuffle a little bit. Signed out of Cuba in 2016. And he's really made an impact uh, in his entire time with the Astros.
3: He really has. I mean, he was a big player for us in 2017 when we won, and he's continuing to perform. The interesting thing is that this year he was having a little bit of struggle at the plate, and you know who came in and talked to him a little bit when we were in New York is Carlos Beltran. And he's been there. He's been the mid-30s to late-30s guy. And Mm -hmm. uh, he gave him a few tips. And uh, ever since then, yuli has been hitting the ball really hard. So I know our hitting coaches have been working with him, and he's working hard himself. But, you know, it's a different ball game when you're in your mid-30s than when you're in your uh, late-20s. And he's having to make some adjustments. He's making them. He's hitting the ball hard. And and two walk-offs in a row, boy. I, I really wish we had games that were a little bit uh, more uneven. We sure. could relax yeah. a little bit more, but it's really exciting for our fans. Let's talk about players in
1: their mid-30s who, who have made adjustments uh, in his entire time with the Astros, and that's Will Harris Yeah, since 2015. His numbers stack up with so many good relievers in all
3: of baseball. I, I mean, he's among the elite I mean, his entire time with the Astros. He is, and he gets overlooked. I'm really glad he got a chance to go to the All-Star game a few years ago because yeah. To me, he's an all-star caliber reliever. And those guys get overlooked because you got all the starters and every team has to be represented. And then you look at the relievers. And, you know, on our team, you've got guys like Presley that would be ahead of him in terms of that. But, you know, he's, he deserves consideration. He's been really solid for us and gives A.J. just another weapon to use whenever he wants. And he's been sort of the fireman to come in when you need to get that one out like last night. And that basically helped us win that game. Certainly
0: did. And Miles Straw starting at shortstop again today. We started there yesterday. Haven't seen too many balls hit to him, but he's handled the, the chances he's he's gotten so far. Seen him take uh, throws and ground balls on the right side of second. Obviously, part of that is because of all the shifting you need to have him move around but has there been any thought of introducing straw to some second base as well increase the versatility even more
3: yes and that's why you're seeing that we'd love for him to be able to play multiple infield positions we figured let's start at shortstop it's the most demanding he got to playing time there in triple a he's done a nice job i mean last night he bobbled that ball a little bit but was able to just wing it over there and get the guy and when verliner's on the mound you better get the guy because uh, you don't want to be the one that uh, <laughs> lets an extra runner on Uh, but he's done a nice job it's so hard because the game's so fast and that's the place where it's the fastest and uh, you you have to be able to think about multiple things where the runner is are you going to turn a double play uh, all you know how fast the runner is and he's getting used to it it's nice that AJ's given him some opportunities here and he really at this point it's Bregman and, and he are two shortstop options so we might see him get a little more playing time until Correa comes back
1: Jeff, you have an opening in the rotation on Tuesday, first day in Colorado, off day on Monday. Uh, who are some of the candidates that, that may start that game?
3: Well, we have to see how today goes. Okay. Uh, you know, hopefully Cole gives us a, a lot of innings and we can – use just a couple guys in the bullpen but obviously there's some candidates internally we could do a bullpen game depending upon how rested our bullpen is you know we could potentially bring someone up if we do there's a couple guys on the roster but they are within their 10-day period of having been sent down so uh, they may not be options unless there's a DL candidate and then there's adding someone to the roster which is a possibility but that means taking someone else off the roster so I think we'll sit down and we've got some ideas I think we'll sit down after today see how we're feeling see what you know what tomorrow brings obviously it's an off day everybody will get some rest and and make a determination but the list is pretty short it's it's the guys in the in in the uh bullpen guys like sneed and james that have some starting experience and then you know guys in triple a like urquidy and and uh, potentially some other guys
0: does the fact that it's going to be in colorado a tough place to pitch with the altitude does that complicate things especially if you think about somebody who doesn't have a whole lot of experience or maybe even someone who doesn't have major league experience
3: yeah it's a double-edged sword because you know it's a tough place to pitch we know that uh but maybe a guy who's never pitched there before won't really realize that yeah, and get us four or five strong innings so yeah. Um, Either way, we want to at least split, if not win, that series in in Colorado. It's important. We want to go into the break on a roll. Obviously, we had our dull drums the last couple weeks, but we're through it. Uh, We're playing good baseball right now. Our guys are feeling good, and I think Garrett Cole is going to give us a great outing today.
1: When your team was struggling for that week and a half, whatever whatever it was, does that press you into thinking about ways to upgrade the roster even more, or do you just kind of ride it out and not to? I'm not saying a panic-type move, but you have to continually evaluate your roster, don't you?
3: We do, and it's something we do whether we're winning or losing. We're constantly looking at players that are out there. We had meetings with our pro scouting staff, and we got a list of – 30 plus players that we have some interest in and we're going to, you know, we've already started making some phone calls and just kind of testing to see what, uh, what their availability is. I think there's still a lot of teams sort of stuck in between that don't really, we don't really know if they're selling or buying and, uh, that's going to determine how, how many players are out there in the market. So we're going to be patient with it, but certainly when you're losing, you know, I know we want to do everything we can to help this club win. Alvarez is here now. I think he's going to help us win some ball games. We've had, several pitchers come up from the minor leagues uh, with, you know, mixed success, but by and large they've given us the innings that we needed, so I think I think we're in pretty good shape right now.
0: And welcome back, once again, joined by President of Baseball Operations and General Manager Jeff Luno, before the Astros take on the Mariners. Well, uh, just saw Oledmiz Diaz doing some agility drills out on the field before today's game. Joe Smith, he's getting into some minor league ball games. Carlos Correa hasn't gotten in the rehab games yet. Same with, with Diaz. Where are we at on, on, on those three guys at this point?
3: Well, Smith's looking good and feeling good, and I think he's got a couple more outings scheduled, and then he'll be ready for activation. It'll probably be after the break, but probably really soon after the break, if not first day. Uh, Diaz looks like we're getting ready to send him out on a rehab assignment, and it will probably coincide with us being on the break. Uh, so hopefully you know, right around that that first weekend that where we're playing up in Texas or, or right after that in Anaheim, um, he'll be ready to be activated. And we need him back. We need a guy that can play the first base play all the infield positions he's been our swiss army knife this year and and good bat and he's looking really good carlos is feeling better and and notwithstanding his comment about you know wanting to play in the all-star game i think that would be a little much (laughs) um you know it does signal that he's feeling good feeling confident and i'm hoping that he too can go on a rehab assignment you know maybe a little bit after diaz and and get himself ready. I mean, these guys are going to need to take some at-bats and get used to fielding their positions again and kind of go through a quick spring training. But uh, we're, we're really fortunate that both of them are on their way back. And, you know, Springer's looking good. Altuve's looking good. Our, our guys are healthy again. And, you know, the break will be, will be good because our pitchers need a little bit of a break. And guys like Bregman and Reddick and Brantley that have been grinding out there every day while their teammates are out, uh, they need the break as well.
1: You talk about guys needing a break. Is there talk already about guys like Torino's and Bregman who have logged so many innings with all the injuries about resting them a little more in the second half?
3: I think we're, we're always anticipating that ways we can give them days off. And, um, you know, like after two long games, you know, Torino's off today. And I think that's uh, important because then he gets two days off in a row. Um, I think that A.J.'s always mindful of that. Having Alvarez on the team changes the dynamic a little bit because he sort of more of a DH player, and and you know days we can get him in left would be great, but when he's DHing, that gives us uh, a good bat, but it doesn't give us an opportunity to rest a Brantley or or a Bregman or Altuve. So we'll be smart about it. We go, fortunately, we have a bunch of off days right here and going into the break, and then coming out of it. You know, we want to win ball games, of course, but um, hopefully, we'll continue to to keep our lead and maybe extend it and, and not have to worry too much about, uh, you know, getting our best lineup in the game every single day. We can give guys a, a rest in order to really look towards September and October.
0: We've seen Corbin Martin in the big leagues this year. Has made five starts, went back down to A after struggling a little bit at this level. Uh, elbow issue, came back to Houston to get examined. Anything new on Corbin Martin?
3: Yeah, he's um, he's going to have a second opinion on his elbow. Um early next week and then we'll make a determination what the course of action is. There's always uh, you know, a lot of different options and, and you want a couple different uh, doctors to look at it to give you some, some various opinions. But um, I don't think he's going to be pitching anytime soon, which is unfortunate. Anytime there's an elbow injury, we have to be really cautious and careful, especially with a young prospect like that. So um, we'll have to wait and see how it goes early this week, but I do expect we'll have some de- decision by, by midweek as far as what our course of action is going to be. Jeff, uh, when you're in trade talks right now, in the back of your mind, are there any untouchables in your system? I'd never really say that there's untouchables, but there are players that it would take a whole lot to yeah. get from us. And, you know, people have talked a lot about, I mean, obviously we've got a bunch of guys in the big league team like Alvarez that would probably be pretty hard to pry from us. But um, even our our pitching, you see how fragile it is, you know, with Martin, Whitley, and Bukas, those are the guys that we're going to really need, or keedy. I mean, you know, for us to be good, we're going to need to have the depth of pitching. Uh, but those are also the guys that get asked about in trades. So it's good. We're going to have to make a determination based off of what's be coming back to us and how many years we might have that player that's coming back and what other options there are. But, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that we have a lot of good players they get asked about. Fortunately, we have enough good players that usually we can put together a package that uh, satisfies the other team without giving away our top guy. Can you give us a, an example of a player that's been asked about in the last year or two that you really didn't know a whole lot about and then yeah. you've got three or four teams that, that are starting to inquire about him? Well, I'd say that happened with Josh James a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know that much about him. I knew he was a guy that we drafted late and who was starting to throw hard. And then all of a sudden, you know, four or five teams were asking about him. Last year was Corbin Martin. Obviously, I knew about Corbin Martin, but, you know, a lot of teams were asking about him.
1: A little bit about Belak, too. Yeah,
3: Belak, I think he's going to be a guy this year again that they'll be asked about. And and it's nice to have those guys, and especially they're nice when they're not your first-round pick uh, because it means that your scouting department, player development department, did a really nice job. Speaking of guys you got
0: back, Riley Farrell returning to the organization. He was a Rule 5 pick of the Marlins. Didn't pitch for them, was on their injured list. Uh, wound up clearing waivers, got got him back he's at double a corpus christi and that now that's another uh quality arm that you you have in the mix
3: it is and and you know there's a reason he got selected in the rule five and we knew he was going to be and he was talked about uh but we didn't protect him because we thought maybe he would come back to us it's really hard to stick in the big leagues and and he did so we're we're glad to have him back and with our injuries in, in you know, double A AA and triple A and all the promotions, we do need arms, and, and he's a guy that has major league potential for sure. President of Baseball
0: Operations, General Manager Jeff Luna, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right, we'll be back with
2: more of Astro Launch right after this. Big drives, dramatic putts, and great fun with friends. Tickets for the 2019 Houston Open are on sale now. Ticket options for this year's event held at the Golf Club of Houston on October 7th through 13th Include daily general admission tickets, week-long tickets, and premium ticket packages. Make your plans now to take part in one of the PGA Tour's premier events. Visit HoustonOpenGolf.com to find tickets and all the info on this year's event. Come for the golf. Stay for the party.
0: Jake Marisnik at the plate with runners at first and second. First pitch, and Marisnik grounds it just fair down the third baseline, and that's headed for the left field corner. Gurriel around third. He will score. Toritos, he's around third and coming home. Here comes the relay to the plate. It is not in time. Jake Marisnik drives it two with a double. Astros lead it three to two. Well, the trail runner may have been out had it been a good relay
1: throw, but it wasn't. It was up the first baseline. So Marisnyk drives in two on a big hit with runners in scoring position. Nothing the Astros have sorely missed of late. You better believe Springer's going to get off a good swing. He lives for this count. Kick on the pitch. Runner
0: takes off. Ball is chopped over the head of Bo Bogo back and down the right field line. Marisnyk scores. Straw stops at third. Springer an RBI single. Four to two Astros.
1: That service saying today is bullpen's in pretty good shape coming into this game. Might get tested. Eighth
0: pitch to Altuve. And that's driven out of the left center field. Smith racing over. He gets there, makes the catch. Straw tags. He'll score easily. And the Astros tack on another. It's 5-2. to two.
1: Well, nothing wrong with that swing. That was a, a bullet to left center. That's what the doctor ordered for Altuve. That felt good. Well, the previous ten games for Justin Verlander, he had gone into the seventh inning at least in each one of them. That's his longest streak of that ilk. Ten straight games but he's done after five innings pitch. He had 100 pitches. Unusually high four walks. He had five strikeouts. There's the 2-2. Two, two. Fastballs rip well. Left center field. Going back on it is Marisnik, And that is out of here. Vogel back with an opposite field home run.
0: And ties the ball game at five apiece. Colin McHugh, the new pitcher for the Astros as we start the eighth inning. Astros and Mariners nodded at five. Like batting 227 against McHugh. Looks like this one's going to go down to the wire as well. 3-2. Swing and a mess. Got him on a slider. One out. Oh two. 2 It's on the inside corner for strike three. Frozen with the breaking ball. Back-to-back case for McHugh. Two out. Hands over the head. The 1-2. Swing and a mess. Got a fastball by him. Colin McHugh comes in and strikes out the side. That's grounded sharply in the center. A base hit for Brantley. And the Astros have the winning run on with nobody out in the bottom of the 10th
1: perfect swing on a, on a fastball had to come in there just shot it right back where it came from
0: pitches inside and that gets away from Narvaez Brantley goes to second a big turn there before Narvaez picks it up by the Astros on deck circle I think Narvaez thought that ball had hit Gurriel and he was slow in reacting it's a wild pitch and the Astros have the winning run and scoring position Narvaez is going to walk a ball out to Elias who. Fell behind three and one on Brantley before giving up the base hit and now 2 and 0 on Guriel. Gurriel swinging the bat well of late and ahead in the count he can be very selective here. Five five bottom of the tenth nobody out Brantley the winning run at second the 2 0. And this ball's hit out in the right center field. Smith on his horse racing over. And he can't get it. He can't get it. It hits off the wall. Bradley around third. He will score. Astros walk off winners for a second straight day. And for a second straight day, it's Gurriel. Six to five in the bottom of the tenth.
1: Well, it's a Uly dog pile at the shortstop position. And remember, he kind of banged his D earlier in the ballgame. He's limping around a little bit. And imagine hitting an opposite field double on one leg as Gurriel connects, and he's the hero once again. Second batter of the 10th inning, he delivers. There
3: comes a time in everyone's life
2: when talk is cheap. And it's time to show up.
3: To get back to the top and build a
2: legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city.
3: This is why we play.
2: This is who we do it for.
0: Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.